Hey, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. This is on the radio. I'm your host. And today, something sort of concerns me. I've wanted to um, blog my hair journey. And I, you know, search on the internet and get advice, some steps. Oh, what I want to do with my hair. And um, let me go on and start with my, where, where I'm coming from as far as my hair journey and what I've done and what I want to do. And then I want to talk about what I really wanted to say. And that's been like bouncing around in my head. I've had dreads ever since like 2008, you know? Right before I turned 18 years old, I got a twist in my hair. I got a twist in my hair when they were like little balls, like not even hardly a twist, at least in like my edges, right? And I wanted dreads so bad. So when my hair was just barely long enough. I got the twist. And of course, you know, I got some some uh outlandish comments, some people disapproving. However, as time went by, the twist <clears throat> got longer and longer. And two thousand eight, that was junior year of high school for me. And then by the time um like the very end, like as soon as I left high school. That's when I noticed my hair started to finally drop, start finally getting long. Enough for me to put it in ponytails and I was so happy because it was just such a long stretch of having little tiny twists <clears throat> leading up to like seeing other guys with like long dreads, like dreads past their ears, dreads hitting their... I mean, it, I was just so happy and so proud you know, of of having long hair, having long dreads. And I did that for like over 10 years, right? And I even shaved up the sides and the back and I still had the dreads on the top. And I remember like that must have been like back in 2012. That was still a relatively new hairstyle. It felt like I was like one of the pioneers in my area to do that. And I remember just like when I first got the twist, the comments, you know, <clears throat> and it didn't really bother me. I got, because just like the twist, when they were super short, like the hairstyle, I've gotten more compliments than disencouragement. Uh, most of the disencouragement, you can imagine, would be like in the online world and with people that are like super critical of what they see. Right. And then um um yeah, I dyed my hair like two times. And when when I was dreading it. I only dyed it two times. <clears throat> and one time um I only dyed the tips and the second time I dyed I dyed it brown and you know did the whole thing. And then I let it, you know, both times, just naturally 
you know, color, uh, color faded. So, um, <clears throat> I decided to join the military. Of course, I didn't join the military. Leading up to it, I did cut my hair. I kept getting a low cut, low cut, buzz cut, buzz cut. And then I decided, all right, I want to grow my hair out again. However, I don't want to get dreads again. I want to get box braids. So along the way, you know, I decided, I'm like, I, I don't have them. I don't have box braids now. All right. So along the way, you know, I'm saying I want my hair to grow to a certain length and then I get the box braids. I didn't want to. I don't want to get short box braids. I want to, when I get the box braids, I do want to have some length to my hair. So I'm on the growing out journey. <clears throat> and all, along the way, obviously, um, no more buzz cuts. You know, no more haircuts all the time. Letting my hair grow. And I, along the way, I was like, all right, you know what? I really don't like the afro look on me. And um I, I do wanna try out getting S curls, aka Jerry curls, actually aka a texturizer in my hair. And I've been rocking the Jerry curls and every now and then I will comb my hair back, like a slip back. And I'm looking online at like the different things I could do with my hair and I, I guess so uh, some encouragement, you know, from other guys. And most of the guys that are growing out their hair and it's not dreads or box braids are a part of the queer community <clears throat> and not a problem with me. I'm actually like looking up to a lot of those other guys because I'm like I'm at a kin to them until I get these box braids. And even when I take out my box braids, my hair would still be long and I would want to rebraid my hair. So here I am with the long hair journey and I'm on my way, you know, right from the start. And um, a couple of videos are rare as, as far as of of black male with perms with relaxers and what what's the other term perm relaxer flat iron you know like hot comb all of that you know i looked into that because you're just going down a rabbit hole but you're also curious to see like all right what what can i do with my hair because i don't want cornrows either uh, i don't believe my head shape looks right with with coral rolls, whatever it be like slick back coral rolls or designer coral rolls. I don't it, it's just my opinion, you know, and that's that's the beauty about it, you know, you get to pick and choose. So on the online community, you know, on one end you have because this is this is really the bulk of what, what our the conversation is going to be regarding black people. It's like on one side, black people could celebrate hair, their hair, and get behind the, the idea or the fact that black people come on to all shapes, sizes, accents, cultures, 
And even hair types and different hairstyles, you know, we could celebrate that black people could wear their hair in everybody else's hair type. But those same people with that hair type cannot wear everybody else's hair type. We're the only hair type that could go from an A type, B type, C type, and obviously dominate all the four types. And then I'm noticing like on the other side... And it's mainly really on black men's pages, straight black men's pages that have relaxed, straight, perm, <clears throat> or even curly hair of people. I don't want to assume they're all black women, but unfortunately, I think they are because we tend to be in, in a, like even in an online community and get results as like relative to other black content. Of black people like attacking others on the YouTube page, like, oh, this and that and extra. However, the most toxic and the most disturbing that really just sat on my mind in a bad way was on the TikTok community. And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm hearing or I'm seeing, you know, black folks like say, hey, you're a black guy, you wear your hair like this. You try to be white, you're a white supremacist. And I was just like, hmm. <clears throat> you know, that's interesting because, you know, no other group of people where, you know, have a guy wear his hair a certain way and say, hey, you try to be white or you try to be... No, I think we're, like, really the only people that's, like, going through that still. And it's like, even on the supremacist part, it's like, dang, you're over here picking somebody out for looking like a supremacist. Are you actually picking out the people that are actually supremacists? Like, if you're caught up in what a supremacist look like, I hope you don't, you know, like, have under the radar something that technically is supremacy. And it's like, yeah, Black folks are exercising supremacy with each other regarding black hair. And it's like, dang, you got some black people that are crying, saying my job is hard because of non-black people in their work community criticizing them on their hair. And then you have black folk criticizing other black folk about their hair. And it's like black folk need to... <coughs> Be comfortable and you need to love their hair whatever way they want to wear their hair. Second of all, what I did realize all about those some of those people on TikTok is they're reacting towards young black men that are doing their hairstyles on their own, you know, and documenting it online. They're not saying that towards black celebrities, black models or really black women they're just attacking young black men and i'm like well if the whole gripe is you're seeing somebody do their own hair and you don't approve of the hairstyle or it may not look up to whatever their power i don't think you should attack them for their ethnicity <clears throat> about what hairstyle they're wearing i think i think you're you're doing the wrong type of job at that point you know you know, you, you, you're not going to help them, but you're going to drag them down and criticize them and make them feel bad. And this is not even, 
you know, a Republican. This is not the white supremacist. This is a black person doing this to another black person. So that's that's what I noticed, you know, and also mainly just attacking black men. You know, they're not attacking black women. And and then, you know, we know a lot of women that even wear wigs and it's like, you know, it's just absurd that a hairstylist, like, you try to be white. However, you're not going to look at a Hispanic, Asian, or white person with braids or cornrows and say you're trying to act black. There's no hairstyle for you to try to act black. Black is, you know what I mean? It's just really absurd. It really is. It's, it's absurd. I think it's absurd to white people to think that, no, that's not acting white or being white, you know. <clears throat> and I would say the same for, for another ethnicity. So, you know, on hindsight, you could look at as, you know, these kids is just saying edgy things and they're looking for a reaction. They truly don't believe that. They probably have a mother that has relaxed hair, perms hair, or is even wearing a wig. However, they're hopping online and attacking their, their fellow black peers. And I'm like, well, here's the other thing. They're not attacking queer black men because there's a lot of queer black men that wear relaxed hair. And I don't think they're talking to them. I think they're mainly talking to young, straight black men that are relaxing their hair on their own and documenting it. I think that's what they're mainly attacking. You know, they're not attacking the Russell Wilsons of the world, if his hair is relaxed or not, you know. But that that where I'm on Russell Wilson, I just noticed that, you know, us black people, a lot of black people attack Russell Wilson. And it's like, why? You know, a lot of black people been trying to attack. (laughs) It's like negatively curate other black folk. And it, it just it just disturbs me. And, you know, on one side, I'm, you know, telling you all this and my thoughts. And then on the other side, I'm like, you know, this this crap don't even apply to me because I'm not on TikTok. And I'm way beyond that age because a lot of those black folks that are attacking, I think they're kids. They, they probably, you know, don't have to pay their own car insurance gas in their old car, paying rent or paying mortgage, you know, like once when you get to you taking care of yourself and you want to do with what you want to do with your hair, I don't think that what their opinion should even matter because you you, you got your own hard-earned money doing what you want to do with your hair. It's as simple as that. Then you're going to have some kid try to drag you down. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You know, they're saying, yeah, this is making me cringe. I think your reaction, your hatred is going to make you cringe in the future. More so than that person, the way they wear their hair. I think, you know, if them people could realize the damage that they're doing over on the human community on TikToks, like, like you're not adding positivity, you're not helping nobody. All you're doing is dividing us. What? Based on hair. So you're you're basically doing the supremacist work for him, for them. You know? Us black folk, we need to we need to move forward in the heel 
and we can't move forward and heal, or at least it's hard for us to move forward and heal when you still got things like this going on. You wouldn't want, <clears throat> because all of a sudden, this could get deadly if anybody that is outside of the black ethnicity was to post that exact same quote. I think a lot of people will feel a lot, even more people will feel hurt. A lot of, so I don't think, you know, that message coming from a fellow black person is any better or any worse coming from, uh, you know, you or, you know, I don't think, you know, you're, I mean, they would like to believe like they're the, they're the gatekeepers of black hair or what hairstyles are acceptable. And I just must say that um, us black folks, we got to get out of that. If it ain't hood, it ain't good mentality. That I'm not going to do it. Therefore, you can't do it. You're not allowed to. You're not supposed to do that. And we're not even talking about activities. We're not talking about expression. We're talking about hair. You know, hair is part of activities and expression. We're talking about something so trivial and mundane. It it just, you know, blows my mind. And seeing a, a black man, you know, doing a Q&A on how he gets his hair and he got a um, disable the comments is disturbing because if a black woman have to go through that and she's like, yeah, I'm showing you like how I do my hair and she had to like, she's getting so many negative comments on her YouTube page. She got to disable the comments. I, I think that's bad. I think that's a step backwards, honestly, you know, <clears throat> and, and, it's the younger generation. It's not. I'm not seeing older black folks, black folks my age, hopping on the internet and telling other other folks like, "Yeah, you shouldn't be wearing that hairstyle because I think you're trying to look Asian." It's like it's just really absurd. Do you know what the heck Asian is? It's just not. <clears throat> Something of an aesthetic that you can just boil down to and say Asian or trying to look, well, holy chin, holy chin. And it's like, you even making up these names, like, you, you sound ignorant. It's, it's, and and that's, that's where, like, I sort of feel bad for some folks, you know. It's, it's, um... In the year is 2023. I know in your opinion, you could be like, the year is 2023 and black people are still relaxing their hair. No. It, you know, of course that isn't going to go away for as long as we're going to have hair. The year is 2023 and you're still criticizing black people for their hair as a fellow black person is the mind-blowing thing, in my opinion. You know, and you're not attacking black women. You're not attacking the queer community. You're attacking black men. You know, when when you think us black folks been through so much from other ethnicities and from other cultures, you would think that 
if we don't have anything positive or to really truly help somebody because it's just out of our range, we would just point them in the right direction or allow people that are of that community. I mean, of that aesthetic to cultivate and help each other, but you're going to, you know, be like a wrestler and jump into that ring. Come on. Like, I saw one black guy that has the nerves to, you know, talk about like, yeah, what, what black men shouldn't wear, what hairstyles. And it's like, bro, like, your hair don't look all that dope. You're laying in the bed with no do-rag on, on your back, talking about, yeah, black men should not be wearing this hairstyle. Brother, you got a lot less hair, and you can't even take care of that as a black person. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on. Oh, you got a black chick, she got relaxed hair, she's wearing a scully. You know, talking about, yeah, you the white supremacist. God damn it, bitch. You looking like Lil Xan. <coughs> all you did is the Lil Z tattoo. That's all you was missing. You got to do a dance here talk about what, what, what hairstyles, what white supremacy. God damn, God damn. You know, we could say this is really just attention. Try to say the most absurd thing. Try to get the most clicks. <clears throat> Probably their page is not even about hair. They just randomly came across some black person that was really feeling confident about their hairstyle and their choice, you know. And here you come. Want to whirl up ethnic and political views into hair. It's, it's really unacceptable I I don't uh, I and you know for me in real time in real life I haven't gotten any bad comments even when I'm on the when I was on the phone with my friend and I'm like really just joking around gassing myself up like yeah I went to the beauty salon I had the beautician work on my hair he's like what the heck are you talking about what hairstyle he's like looking at my hair he's like James no big deal if anything you know, people are giving me compliments on my hair. <clears throat> so let real life speak for you and don't let the digital life influence you. All right. That's that's a quote of the day. I like that. That was like, you know, off the off the cuff right there. Off you know, right from the hip. Alright. So hope y'all have a great day. I know I'm gonna have a great day. Oh, also, you know, Real quick. Matter of fact, I'll make a new episode for that. All right. I'll see y'all later. So as you know, um, I do be into astrology and spirituality. And it feels like I'm coming down to the end of uh, my astrological journey. And I believe that I'm moving on to different things like palmistry and even back to my goddess work and um, shadow work and you know in astrology and all of this I've I've learned a lot I remember before I just always knew or always had this feeling like oh I'm a Scorpio I'm a Scorpio and then learning actually you're not a Scorpio however I do have like a couple of Scorpio placements being a cusp person 
And, you know, even with my latest um, research, studying like other people that have the same placements or aspects that I do. And trying to um, compare and see, all right, you know, astrologically speaking, what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? And I, I went over a whole lot of that with y'all. And noticed that a lot of people who I uh, share placements with, you know, are wealthy people, um, people that have a very unique and specialized talent. And also some people that are even spiritual in in like a new age, you know, spirituality. People who have or are considered sex icons that have high sex drives. No. Um, let me go on and uh, recap and then I'll tell you. Like what I learned, uh, like where I came from, and all that. You know, um, <clears throat> I noticed that the most aspects I share with a particular celebrity is like the Emma Stones, the Tim Robbins, Beethoven, and Oscar Wilde. I share seven aspects with them. None other do I share placements, but I also share planet and house. With with a lot of these people, and Emma Stone and Tim Robbins, they're both actors, they're actresses. You know, I do get a sense like I I was like a performer arts child back in grade school, and high school, and all that, and I did make music for a little over ten years, producing beats. So Beethoven, you know, I could see that. And Oscar Wilde, you know, I could see him being a writer, a poet, an artist, but, you know, is his sexuality, I, I could see that because I had a few encounters and run-ins like that. And I've I've wondered about myself far as even my psychic ability. wonder about careers and all that or what I should get into and when I leave the question up for you know people that are more experienced than me they tell me hey you you have a gift in like design art in some way of like being a leader you like like doing that and I I do have, like, different ideas and different things I would like to see myself doing as far as, like, occupation or seeing myself get into different things. And I feel, like, inspired and I go at it with speed and I'm doing a lot of research. I'm just so inspired. And as you could tell, like, a lot of it, all of it, you know, don't fall through. However, you know, I don't give up. And when I get a new idea, I'm, like, in full sprint. With all the belief that I'm going to make it, you know, in this new thing. And I've uh, grown fond of the idea of self-sustaining life. 
like having a plot of land and farming and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, you know, I should strive for something like that. And I, I asked the question, like, should I become a farmer? And this is like a, a pretty a pretty decent answer, actually, you know. It says, with Saturn's influencing, influence lasting for more than a few months, your desire for structure and discipline may be tested. Farming requires both hard work and a willingness to adapt to unexpected changes. While you may have the discipline needed, it's important to recognize that failure is a part of the journey. Yep. And and that's very wise, very tattletale sign of of what I, you know, go through a lot of failure, you know. Take the time to evaluate if farm is truly aligned with your sense of self and values, right? Totally practical answer. And also just sort of shadowing that you may fail, like a lot of other things. I'm like, you know, that's a mature answer. And only time would tell what niche I would, you know, really begin to home in on and actually, you know, make a living off of. And things aren't as clear and set in stone as I would love it to be or believe it to be. So here's another question where I ask about my psychic and spiritual abilities. And when I do research and even when I ask experts, a constant answer is no. Actually, you don't. So I went on and asked it again, and it did give me the correlated answer of what I've always been getting. I would like to imagine that because I'm into like spirituality and doing all this studying and ideas that I, I came across some spiritual things or some psychic abilities. And this is the answer it gave me. You do not possess psychic abilities. That is true. I'm coming to the fact that I am not part of the gifted, you know. I And somebody told me, yeah, you, you don't have psychic abilities. However, you can be involved in, well, not involved, study that. And that that's really the lane that I should stay in is studying and not practicing. A lot of people told me, James, do not practice magic. Don't do it. Don't do it. And for the most part. Honestly, obviously, of recent years, I don't, I just study. And, you know, I keep the information mainly to myself if I'm not podcasting. With my closest of closest of closest of friends, I will mention something here and there of some ideas or some things I learned that I'm rolling over in my head. Obviously, they don't entertain it. And, you know, they're totally clueless. Like, I don't know about all that, James. Like, you know, because some of the things I say in my expression could could or is come off dogmatic as ever. Like either all or in, I'm going at a full speed or I'm not. And um, yeah, it sounds like the correct answer, you know, because even before I really like entertain the idea that I'm a spiritual person, I got psychic abilities even before then, I sort of also have the idea that I'm very dense. 
and that a lot of things just don't <clears throat> appear to me, speak to me. And, you know, other things speak and reveal itself to others. And I'm just like, it's like I'm immune to magic. You know, if somebody wants to try to do some, you know, or like a ghost or a spirit, I'm totally blind to to it and, and totally, you know, deaf to, to all that. I, 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 you know, when I'm not on marijuana, I'm on, uh, I can have a lot of vivid dreams. And, you know, the most mature way I could put it, the most productive way I could put it is, you know, scenarios and people are um, like shadows of my subconscious, letting me know of some of the things that I'm worried about or scared of or looking forward to, I, I do think and process, you know, information in that type of way. If I, you know, think of uh, spiritual, you know, I'm, I'm just applying to that. But however, <clears throat> the proof is in the pudding. And it says, hey, you do not possess psychic abilities. With Neptune, Quinn, sex, Quincunts, uh, Q-cunts, I don't know what that word is. Your natal sun, your sense of self is being challenged for four more months until September 11th. And I'm like, yeah, that, that sort of is like bad news to me because it's like, gosh, if I'm going to be challenged with my sense of self, I would love to get to the point where, you know, I get to a position in an occupation where I'm set, I'm stable, and I'm looking forward, not always in this, I don't know, you know, like, stagnant self that I've been on for, like, over 10 years of my life, you know, uh, along the way, I come up with ideas, or I come upon ideas where I'm like, yeah, I'll want to do this, I want to move forward in that, and, you know, it it doesn't flourish and fall through and unfold as advantageous for me to progress and grow in whatever sector that is, and, you know, I'm, like, right back, you know, where I started all the time, and, you know, it's, it's, it's disencouraging that they hear like, yeah, you're going to be like still going through this all the way up until September the 11th. And it's like, holy crap, what about this whole summer? Like, I'm looking forward to like opening up, doing something warm enough, like, like having something stable with this. That would be though. So it's like really like got me looking so stark and so darkly at this summer. Like, gosh, man, I've. I was, you know, like, holy, holy, holy crap, you know, just, it sort of breaks my heart, because I would love to get a sign that I'm on this something new, and it's going to flourish, and it's going to change and transform my life, you know, not that I'm going to still be, like, in this unsure state that always been in, you know, this state of, of, like, not having a said position, or being, being able to grow and to earn, 
doing said thing. Like, uh, I'm, like, just still stuck on the couch in my room, you know. It breaks my heart. This transition blurs the boundary between reality and fantasy. You know, that's that also reminds me of like when people tell me, James, you're not in love. And it just scares the ever living everything out of me because I'm like, what? That's not love that I'm feeling. And it's like, no, I'm like, holy crap. If they are right, then I truly don't know. What the heck, you know, love is or even what I'm doing or even like unsure of like what to trust as far as my feelings. And is is disencouraging because, you know, at this age of my life, I would love to believe that I'm sure about at least something. But it's just like, no, you're you shouldn't be sure you're you're not going to be sure, you know, you're just going to be. Just James. (laughs) All right. Making it difficult to discern what is truly psychic intuition versus imagination. And it's like, bingo. I was just saying that, like, all of these ideas and these notions and moments in my life, you know, really breaks my heart, isn't a psychic intuition. It's just all my imagination and it's like what you know i it's heartbreaking because you would think that well i would love to think that i will come across something that is objective and practical that i could work with and get to know but you know what i'm learning is no it's actually subjective and you cannot rely on that and it really doesn't mean anything because it's imagination. You know, it's within, it's not external. It's like, gosh, man. <clears throat> you know, like, like, what can I lean and rely on? And it just feels like, you know, I... I <laughs> like, the only thing I can rely on is um, just... Trying to figure it out and being unsure, that's, you know, that's like kind of, um, you know, a little backwards because how, how, what's the best way I could put it, you know? You know, it's just almost like a loss for words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is important to understand that not possessing psychic abilities does not diminish your worth or your spirituality. And I'm like, yeah, I could take it like that. However, you know, it just bogs me down that I'm not being guided by anything, that I'm just being influenced by my own imagination and I like to like get a grip on something that's practical and something that's objective even if it's not like spirituality like what I was just telling y'all you know Uh, you know how can I trust my mind when I really want to like 
try to get a hold of something that's objective and not so much an imagination. Like, I, I don't know what to do with my spirituality. You know, for things that I'm thinking that should be, like, objectively... Well, the things that I am understanding that are objective is the things that I am sitting on now that I already know and what I know and what I'm doing isn't the results that I am happy with, you know, and it isn't the things that I want to continue to do, honestly, you know, the things that I already know about spirituality and all that I want to, you know, develop so you know I know they're saying like it doesn't diminish but it sort of do because you know now talking about spirituality if you was to like make a decision it it sort of is just encouraging to hear that well the decisions you believe that you should be making for yourself shouldn't be you know and you have to ride off of somebody else's intuition to get the to to get the answers that you need, and that could mean like spiritually, and I'm I'm also taking that as like even more than spiritually, and that's like I would love to get to the point where I'm you know, sure of myself and I'm making decisions for myself and I, you know, am able to achieve something for my future, you know. Being present in the moment is a form of magic. It just always feels like I'm always in the present of the moment. I I would love to go to the future. You know, my, my present of the moment has been the present of the moment for like, the last 10 effing years, you know, I cannot look forward to or be stable in the future. So I have no choice but to just keep living in the moment and being like shallow as fuck with my thoughts and my emotions. Cause if, cause I also get this feeling like if I was ever like try to invest something or try to plan for something in the future, it's not gonna shape out the way that. I would love it to shape out, you know. There's plenty of times, like even now, like I'm like, how come this job didn't fall through for me? I would love to provide for myself to be on my own and help my family. And this sort of feels like that's not an option for me. I still have to and still got to, you know, be the same James type of thing. You do not need to be psychic to connect with the world around you. It's like, yeah, I guess so, you know. To connect, you know, to live in the moment and just to connect with the world, to just, you know, be a shallow experience, you know, to be... Uh, you know, it's just like, it's like when you get the answers that aren't really helping you, it, you know, 
it's sort of like emotionally feeling it feels like I'm not getting the help that I need. You know, that emotionally, I'm just being honest, feels like it doesn't help me, you know. So uh, I went on to ask, you know, the third and last question. I'll ask like, I can see myself asking future questions in the future, right? So the next question is, you know, will I be wealthy? <clears throat> and it says you will have financial stability. I'm like, okay, yeah. I do know that because, you know, with my living situation and my family and all that, I have been stable and it's like, okay, that's the only, like, good news. But, you know, with all the other facts that I'm coming to realize, it's like, also like interpreting, all right, so I'm going to just be forever a taker and not a giver. You know, I would love to create and give. You know, that's what I did with my music and with my art. You know, I'm creating and I'm giving. And it's disencouraging to hear that that's not going to be so much of an outlet for me. More so than what other people are doing for me. And in this, you know, um, context, financially speaking, you know. But not extreme wealth. You know, they they got to give me some bad news. You know, you're not going to have some extreme wealth here. Your sun and your Venus in the second house indicates a practical approach to finance. And it's like, you know, what? You know, the things I'm doing or well, what do I have to do that's even more practical? Because I'm thinking, like, me having said job is, like, practical. But it's like, no, that's not practical i don't know you know it it's like really it really breaks my heart it really does but not necessarily a focus on extreme wealth see remember that wealth does not necessarily equate to happiness or fulfillment okay i get that but you know i would love to rely on something other than just always being a seeker of some new hobby or new niche. I would like to find that niche and to grow and to be helpful and to give, you know, not, you know, the, these answers, I, I'm i not saying they're wrong. What I'm believing is that I would like for a yes <laughs> In my life, even before I even, you know, did this, you know, I I would, I, I would ask a question and I would get a lot of no's. And I'm like, well, what question am I, I should be asking for me to get a yes so that I could try to move? Because, like, what it feels like is me getting a no is me still wandering in the dark and me getting a yes is like, like a light that I could objectively begin to look around and build and you know so me continue getting these no's it's just me still like wandering in the dark trying to figure out what is my niche what can I build on what can I rely on you know honestly because you know 
unless it's trying to tell me like the way that I'm earning money is i.e. my practical way of earning money and these other ideas that I'm having are practical ideas of making money. If anything fits, it's accidental. <clears throat> you know, that's really also discouraging because like little moments in my life that I think, oh, this could be it, um, is really telling me that, you know, that's all just a coincidence. And that sucks. Consider what your life would look like without regrets. And no, you know, I don't look at me coming to the realization of, you know, some things that didn't fall in my favor as a regret. No, I don't. I don't. What, you know, I don't, I'm not living with any regrets. You know, I'm not necessarily even regretting myself being in the dark. I guess what I am regretting is like, maybe like, not getting the results it's not like a regret of something that i've done i think what i'm regretting is something what i'm lack of doing and that's what's like still keeping me like looking forward to something new like me looking into a sustainable life in farming you know i never really had that serious thought where i'm spending time on that and really like considering it so it's like Uh, you know, I, I pray and I hope that I really do find my way. And if this is my way, I guess, you know, the things that I'm doing is the things that I'm capable of. So, you know, here it is podcasting, you know, having my own free time to tell y'all my thoughts and hate to break it to you. I'm not psychic. So, you know, in regards of that, you know, just take what I'm saying as a person that's just interested in this stuff. And, yeah, it it breaks my heart. (laughs) It does. It does. And, um, hey, let's, let's see what today brings. Let's see what tomorrow brings. I really am hopeful that I do find... You know, the thing that that really makes me it. All right. So here I am. I'm out.